Yeah, honesty because uh, normally we 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 wake up early in the morning, go to teach at school, and after that we uh, in the after afternoon we have to rehearsal, practice new creation, or go to teach another private. It's like the whole day, whole week, whole month. It's uh, so busy, nonstop. But COVID, it somehow to to break down. I can sit, I can keep my book more focused to take care of myself and family. Uh, yeah, I as I I ask myself what the feelings look like. It's a little bit uh, uh, relaxed, but talking about finance and then uh, my career as a dancer, it's uh, completely uh, difficult. This is our Connect special edition on how COVID-19 is affecting the art world around South Asia. Hello everyone, welcome to our Connect. I'm your host, Annalie. Today we are heading to Phnom Penh, Cambodia. As of today, October 20th, there are a total of 283 confirmed cases and zero deaths in Cambodia. Cambodia has been containing the spread of the virus quite successfully. Despite having a weak health care system and being a resource-limited country, Cambodia's response strategy has turned out to be effective. For example, it has temporarily shut down borders to foreigners, closed schools, universities, and entertainment venues. It had also banned domestic travel, cancelled New Year's celebrations, and quarantined more than 15,000 garment workers. So this uh, effectiveness of all these measures has made Cambodia a COVID-19 successful story. While life in Cambodia is getting back to normal, the economic crisis has not stopped and for artists they are still struggling with livelihood day by day and since entertainment venues had been shut down, it is, I believe it is especially hard for performing artists to recover from this crisis. So today we are very honoured to have Bell to join us in Arcanet and share how the performing art community is doing at the moment. And uh, for your information, uh, Bell is a classical and contemporary dancer, choreographer, and lecturer at Faculty of Choreography Arts in Phnom Penh. Uh, she has started training in classical dance since 1994, so it's already been 26 years. As a performer, uh, she has toured throughout Asia on a cultural exchange like Japan, Taiwan, Hong Kong, and Poland. And she's a very experienced and passionate dancer. So let's welcome Belle. Uh, hi, Belle. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, hello. And hello, everyone. Yeah, hi, Belle. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and how's your everyday life now in Cambodia? Yeah, thank you. So, actually, Belle is my nickname. My real name is Jungwan Soda Chiwi. Yeah, but uh, everyone here call me Belle. So, Belle is uh, more famous with my uh, career as a, a contemporary dancer. So, everyone know me as Belle. And so, nowadays, I'm uh, teaching at the uh, Royal University of Fine Art. But on the same time, I'm also a founder of my uh, dance team called Silver Bell. We more focus do on contemporary dance work, new creation. 
and back to the university i'm teaching a student but more focused with the cambodian classical dancing oh i see so how's everyday life in cambodia it's it uh, because the COVID-19 is very much serious, the situation is very serious, like in US or in Europe and in like some parts of Southeast Asian countries. So how about Cambodia? Because there are very few cases. Yes, uh, talking about Cambodia, we have uh, some uh, very serious problem about uh, COVID-19. Uh, some spot exact uh, example is like Siem uh, Reap province. Everything have to be closed no more foreigner and performance performer i mean they have to stop work yeah. for a while and yeah everyone cannot cannot perform cannot teaching cannot do anything beside all the all the performance so they they become like uh, you know a uh, no more job so it's yeah. really a big area in uh, Siem Reap province to go back in uh, Phnom Penh, Phnom Penh it's uh, quite similar in Siem Reap that everything have to turn on like cinema, the school and uh, performance or the sport or everything and and more and more the restaurant, some restaurant that uh, I mean uh, some restaurant they collaboration with the foreigner, it's not really Cambodian do it. So they also have to close, and some of them is really close exactly and selling the the how to another one. Uh, however, Phnom Penh not really a big case, but the, the government really worry about that also. So they ask us to stay more distant with the social, and yeah. also everyone going out or everyone walking out from home have to wear the mask. To yeah. protect and then uh, we have uh, to clean our hand every day every time when we go new place and it's very quiet the during on that time in uh, Phnom Penh city oh so that's pretty much the same in Taiwan so because uh, I I saw the news because Cambodia only have few cases so is the venue still closed like engineering venue still closed or the university still closed uh, since uh, all the September last month, everything yeah. started uh, uh, open uh, step by step. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. The school we just opened uh, on uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. wow. Yes, uh, but on September, the government started uh, release that uh, everyone uh, can uh, go out from Phnom Penh to the province or their homeland. And uh, the cinema, I mean, uh, some uh, public space, yeah. uh, they also allow them to open back, but need to keep distance between the seat and also very, uh, uh, they have uh, security uh, very serious. So, oh. yeah, all the cinema, all the place, all the restaurant, they have to agree to sign with the government also. If something happened, they have a uh, responsibility with that too. And then, oh. yeah, and then just like two weeks ago, the government started uh, open for the school. But for the kindergarten then, I mean for the kids, the small yes. one, they still uh, do uh, half and half. Like before, they oh. study every day, uh, Monday to uh, Friday, but right now they are uh, separate uh, two parts. Some of them will study uh, 
Mon example on Monday to Wednesday and another group will study uh, 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 Thursday to uh, Saturday, something like that. Not really go on the same day together. Oh, I see. Yeah. Wow. And at my, my university, uh, we, because we are dull, but uh, still uh, some of the course we need to study online. But for the practical example, like uh, dancing, so the student can come and study at school exactly face to face with the teacher. But some COVID uh, theory, they can uh, study online. Because Cambodia has been containing the virus quite successfully. So I guess now, like, the lives are, like, and things are getting back to normal, right? Yes, step by step. Uh, but also because, uh, I mean, uh, the case that uh, not really uh, go in, like, uh, too big, big problem in Cambodia because we, uh, we, we uh, try to protect and then take care of ourselves very well too. And now, yeah. yeah, after, let's say, since from March, yeah, four to five months right now, everything getting back step by step, but somehow it's still not, not like before. Mm, yeah, it's the same cases in Taiwan. <laughs> yeah, we also need to wear a mask when we go outside or we need to keep a so- like social distancing with others. So I, I'm also curious how you were personally affected by the pandemic because you are a dancer and you are also a lecturer at university. So I, I wonder how you are personally affected by the pandemic. Yes, uh, talking about that, it's uh, I have a lot of work and then teaching performance have been cancelled during uh, COVID-19. Yes. And, yeah, it's really affect my finance and also yeah. my schedule and then uh, the planning that uh, we have been planned and con- uh, contract the whole year. Uh, I example one, uh, on uh, March, I have to teach a uh, Singapore student, they have to come to Cambodia, study about contemporary dance, also my history. And then we did plan it since uh, uh, five months ago before we have been teaching. But uh, because of COVID, everything has been cancelled and then no po- no payment, everything, uh, you know, it's... Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, really yeah, it's like yeah, tough. <laughs> we, uh, we try to work, we focus, and then uh, we have a meeting. We uh, we want to make that uh, teaching, the workshop is very good. But after five months, everything uh, disappears. I mean, uh, no more. And then also, I have a contract with... Uh, uh, my partnership that uh, they allow me to use their theater, like uh, didn't pay anything for the whole year during uh, 2020. But right now, I didn't perform at all <laughs> because uh, cannot. And the contract will uh, finish of December. So that means everything like... Uh, it's hard to explain also as a dancer and then the performer. I think it's quite similar in Taiwan, the same. Because yeah. uh, when we perform, we need the audience. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, yeah, and the government didn't allow us to do any perform also during the COVID-19 because if something happened, not only one person that have problem, it's like the whole group, they have to go and then check. And it's uh, very complicated. Um, talking about that, another on another hand, somehow I feel a little bit relaxed also. 
Honestly, yeah. yeah, honestly, because uh, normally we 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 wake up early in the morning, go to teach at school, and after that we uh, in the after afternoon we have to rehearsal, practice new creation, or go to teach another private. It's like the whole day, whole week, whole month. It's uh, so busy, nonstop. But COVID, it somehow to to break down. I can sit, I can keep my book more focused to take care of myself and family. Uh, yeah, I as I I ask myself w- what the feelings look like. It's a little bit uh, uh, relaxed, but talking about finance and then uh, my career as a dancer, it's uh, completely uh, difficult. Yeah, so it's quite complicated. At the yeah. same time, you yeah. you have the time to slow down and like like reflect a little bit about yourself or your life. But at the same time, you need to worry about your financials. <laughs> so yeah, it must be yes. hard, I believe. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and over the years, you've been traveling around the globe and participating in different like exchange programs. And right now. So I believe you did a lot of travel in a year. So I believe, and like, like right now, most of the foreign travelers they are banned from ent- entering Cambodia. So I believe this is especially hard for a performing art industry, and there must be a huge loss in the revenue. So I was wondering, how are the uh, performing artists and organizations sustaining themselves to get through this period of time? Uh, honesty, it's uh, it's not all the organizers, uh, organization can uh, stay, and then take yeah. care of themselves or the during uh, I mean uh, during this period, one or two organization here that uh, normally they used to support and uh, prepare the performance have been closed, and all their dancer, uh, become another staff or another company just like become a staff, not a dancer anymore. Because oh. they need to find a job to survive also. Uh, they are, it's um, classical and uh, folk dance that normally before COVID-19 happened, they used to perform for a tourist and also for the local people every night at National Museum. But because COVID, the government uh, release that uh, all the place that uh, yeah performance venue or cinema have to be closed, and and then the organization they said okay if we close no more income no more salary to give to the dancer so that's why they close completely close yeah. not not postpone or when COVID finish they will come back no that means it's like finish no more. So finish no more. Yes, that is a very oh. painful. Uh, for me as a, I am also a freelance dancer. I also have my own dance team group, but all the same time I'm also a teacher that uh, working for the government at the university. Somehow yeah. I'm a little bit lucky because uh, uh, I have a salary every month from the government as uh, I'm a teacher. Yes. Yeah, but for my team, I mean uh, the contemporary dance team, we cannot do anything at all. <laughs> so everyone spread, never come to see each other. You know, it's uh, also yeah. the yeah the motivate, 
we all lose the motivation also. Mm, yeah, but how do they like support themselves to get through, like get through this period of time to find other jobs, or how do they like survive? <laughs> yes, uh, two things: what they uh, what they uh, do and then survive first. We we all uh, yeah of course have to save and then uh, we try to find uh, extra job. Example, extra job we can. Uh, uh, Teaching, but uh, only uh, theory online. So we have uh, that uh, money, but very small. And another person, they become a seller. You know, oh. uh, yeah, sell, <laughs> Where? Where? selling some stuff, but online. Oh, I see. Yeah, but uh, honestly, it's uh, I really. Uh, Admire them also because uh, they know how to survive. They know how to find the solution, not just only stay still, to wait, mm. or you know to uh, to 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 sell. But uh, they find like uh, they selling uh, some uh, clothes or some uh, food that uh, get from another province, selling on the Phnom Penh city, and some of mm. them they did it very well. They can survive just only by selling your uh, stuff on the online. I mean, sometimes on Facebook. Yeah. Did you also try to sell things online? <laughs> For me, no, I cannot do that. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know how to do the business, and then uh, one thing I I not really uh uh how could I say whatever I still uh, want to be a dancer, and then more focused with that. During the yeah. COVID nineteen, uh, what I do is always keep myself busy with the uh, practice, warming up. Yeah. And- Yeah, and then uh, stretching, and on the same time, I start to uh, write down for my new idea creation to keep it because I'm waiting when uh, it's done. Or one time I will uh, bring that idea to create. Yes, from your Facebook, we can see that you you still post your dance rehearsal and workshops. They are still ongoing. So I was wondering if there's any like restrictions in terms of the government's uh, preventive measures and in how you are like managing these classes or rehearsals. Uh, the workshop that I did the uh, teaching and then post on Facebook is a more focus for the community. And not oh. really so, yeah, not really so crowded. But uh, of course, they also uh, pay me by time. And yeah. this one, it's uh, not really affect or have any big problem that uh, have many people come too crowded. And the government didn't uh, didn't uh, go direct to, you know, to uh, to a group or to. Uh, A place that to say you cannot do that or you can do that, mm-hmm. but they just said, uh, please, uh, whatever you do, you have to uh, make a distance somehow. Yes. And then uh, yeah. wear the mask and then clean your hand all the time. And the government did also like uh, the uh, the video that uh, education people how to protect themselves and then put it on the TV channel in Cambodia also. Even in Facebook page, so everyone know how to 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 do to protect themselves when they going out. 
so it's uh, quite helpful that's why we can uh, go out the government know that we can take care of ourselves but on the same time it's not uh, it's not you know it's not really so many and then big people more than a hundred people so everything quite okay mm, yeah yeah i believe it must be must be very hard for a dancer because covid19 has created this kind of a sense of uncertainty and fear toward physical interaction for example we have to keep social distancing with others while but while at the same time people are longing for physical intimacy as well like dancing party together and from your perspective as a dancer how do you feel about the changes brought by the coronavirus mm, uh, for me I can say I'm not really a, a person like party or going out all the time. So for me, it's not really the big problem. But normally... Uh, oh, but a, what about dancing? Yeah. About dancing, yes. <laughs> okay. About yeah. Dancing, it's hard. Yeah, for the party, it's okay. But for the dancing, uh, it's, it's somehow as a dancer, we get things stuck. Because... You know, we, you can dancing, but uh, you need to uh, need the audience, like I mentioned before, need audience to, to, to share, to look at you, and also the idea that we creation, we dancing, we want to public it to the people, to the the society, to see and to hear our new creation, our dancing, but yes. yeah, but everything was a. Uh, shut down like immediately so it also make us uh, first we get things stuck we don't know what to do and i did also get a phone call from uh, someone that working for the government they want to do the survey for the artists they asked us uh, do you want to do uh, some performance and then we record the video and then put online so that yeah. means maybe I can uh, like uh, working, still working as a dancer and then we do it online. And yeah. also they said uh, it's really the big problem that uh, when you don't have a dancing, you don't have a performance. So gonna be, uh, it's hard to survive. And then uh, I said uh, because I have a salary, from the government, so it's really uh, quite helpful for during that time. But for the performance online, yeah, I, I didn't feel I want to do that yet. The thing for contemporary then, and then I didn't use, uh, you know, as a technology. I'm not really uh, skilled and then a professional with that. Normally in <laughs> Cambodia, technology also very new for us. Yeah. And for us, perform face by face, the audience come and then see our performance. And after that, we talk, we share, we smile to each other. It's more, more, more meaningful, more warm. But to do and it more online, real, yeah. yeah. Yeah, more real. Thank you. That, that is the right word. But to do it online, I doesn't feel anything to motivate me yet. Uh, you, you've uh, like in your Facebook, you you post a lot of videos, and mm. I believe uh, a lot of us, including like people in Taiwan and artists in Taiwan, 
And I think it, it's like the entire world and art world especially is quickly quickly moving towards like digitalization, especially for performing arts. We see a lot of like dance performances moving online and a lot of theater and musicals moving to online platforms. So you also mentioned you initiated uh, some kind of uh, online projects. So in response to the pandemic, so uh, could you share more about it with us? Uh, yes, I did. Uh, actually, I did the video by myself and also want to... Uh, honestly, first, I want to do that because I want to motivate uh, some of my uh, member dancers. <laughs> oh, so, okay. Yes, because uh, whatever the situation right now, uh, you know, they change because of uh, COVID-19. But as a dancer, you have to be stay still very strong keep yourself oh. more active because we don't know what will happen in the next so that's why i just like uh, to ask some of my dancer to do it at home by themselves because we cannot come to the studio together so only that yeah. uh, they can do it at home by themselves because we need to do the social distance that's why i always post it and then also on the same time, I believe that uh, some people, they want to see in the, um, you know, positive, positive thinking or positive active also. Mm. Yeah, because everyone very upset about COVID and then uh, getting shut down immediately. So if they see, still see the dancing, the music, and then everyone have, uh, you know, to motivate each other. Oh yeah. yeah. So so somehow it also to to. Uh, I don't want to say entertainment them, but uh, to know you to to make them that remind them or to make them remember us that uh, whatever happened, we are still here. One day when yeah. uh, you need us, we will coming back. And then uh, I have no idea that it could be uh, become a. Uh, a dance online because I think dance online it's more more with the it's like a real performance on stage have lighting have costume and then we shoot the video mm-hmm. and then we put it online and everyone can see like uh, the whole thing so yeah, yeah I, I do believe that is a video dancing online but for me that I thought it's just like uh, you know dancing with the nature or dancing with the myself enjoy have fun with the music mm-hmm. just relax to to calm down uh yes first it's uh, just like motivate myself and motivate my dancer but on the same time i think this is also a fight for some audience and some people that used to see my performance they still love and then uh, continue to you know to fan me <laughs> <laughs> would you be afraid of because uh, uh, I think because the entertainment venues and theater they has been it has been shut down for so long. So would you be afraid of that you will lose a lot of audience? You need to take a lot of efforts to to like recover from it and encouraging uh, the audience coming back again in theater. Yes. Uh... I, I do afraid to if uh, we we close more 
long than than now because now we close only five to six months. But yeah, that's think, a long time actually. Yeah, it's long. <laughs> but if uh, they continue more closing, like a year or two year, I think, uh, yes, everything will be changed. Cannot come back to be the same. If we want to come back to be the same, yeah, like you said, we need time to build it up. The dancer, we need time to build them up. Also, the audience, because uh, yeah, everything uh. Go go down to zero. So everyone, not only the dancer but the audience, had to start back from the zero one two three also. And yeah, yeah. And I think first they will focus more with the the finance and then the the here health. Mm-hmm. So for the art, maybe they will put it uh, the number three or number four. Mm, I see. Yeah, because in so, Cambodia it's like that. First mm. they thinking about the security, about their food, eating. They have a a a safe house to stay, and after that, they thinking about art, but not the art first. Yeah, definitely because people need to survive and like yes, um, yeah, need to eat first to yeah. survive and get through this this COVID nineteen. <laughs> And you also mentioned that you initiated a like community dance workshop. So, uh, what has inspired you to do that? So normally, when uh, I perform on stage, and then when we finish, a lot of people, especially a uh, young generation, they come to talk with me, and then said, uh, "Well, uh, I really interesting with the technique." That you do because we have uh, some Cambodian classical dance and then mix in the new style and also new technique that uh, really uh, uh, make them want to do that too. But some of them is not a dancer at all. So oh, really? yes, just only like uh, they love dancing and they inspire when they saw I'm um, uh, performing. I perform. So mm-hmm. and they always ask me to bear why you don't uh, share or teaching whatever they don't they not a dancer but they really want to try and then want to understand where the movement where my idea come from that's why uh, I open the class but I put like open level for dancer and non dancer. It's more to the community because I think it also important to share that the uh, my contemporary dance, also what I have been create. It's a uh, have uh, a value of art and also the idea perspective from ourselves. One one thing I want to mention because some of Cambodian audience they thinking contemporary dance is a uh, you know, it's very new in Cambodia. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them, they're thinking uh, we do contemporary dance. It's not uh, our creation, but it's just copy from the Western or copy from oh, somewhere yeah. like uh, a ballet or modern or post-modern, something like that. And uh, we try to explain by our performance. I mean, we don't mm. uh, just go and then talk and tell them, but uh, we keep try to do performance to create and then all that we do is uh, to explain through by our performance that the idea is to come from 
Cambodian dancer that live in the Phnom Penh city. So everything that the idea come from, it's from here, from our Khmer, from Cambodia. But the way that we use to perform, we use a technique, new technique, different tool that we have been learned from uh, another teacher, from the, you know, it's a different choreographer, they have a different style. But everything yeah. was created and then uh, more focused about Cam- Cambodia society or Cambodia issues or Cambodia harmony. So that's why it's a, I create the class because I think it's very good and then very important also to share the idea, not just only the moment to the audience and to our community in Cambodia. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's very important. And uh, I saw some some of your videos you post on Facebook, and I find it very fascinating because uh, it's not just about what you've learned from the Western masters. You also merge some elements in Cambodian culture, and I think that's very important. Yes, to like let people know what exactly is Cambodian uh, contemporary dance and. What? How do you like redefine what is Cambodian uh, contemporary dance? Yeah, we 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 still learning and then try to do it actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned a lot of people in Cambodia. They are using uh, online platforms like Zoom or several other things. How, I was wondering how does the dance community in Cambodia adapting these digital transformation? What else have they done? and within the organization or into their artist practice? To talking about that, I'm not really know much about that, but I can explain about my uh, situation and, and at my university. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, so like I uh, talked from the beginning also, the university right now, they start teaching the teacher first how to use mm. uh, teaching online, how to use the laptop. So we have a workshop that uh, uh, all the director of the school, they call all the teacher come to study with uh, the teacher skill, teach her how to uh, to use the laptop and then uh, upload the teaching uh, app online for the student. And after that, the teacher continue to do their job and then teaching uh, the student by online. And some or another teacher, they are getting older. They don't know how to use it when the phone to, you know, to writing the English or to, to do uh, teaching or so on. Even Facebook, they are not really do that. So for us as a young generation, but I mean a young generation teacher, to support, to have the old teacher to make that for them and uh, teaching uh, the student. So not mm. just only like uh, to adopt ourselves, to learn how to use that, but on the same time, we have each other, we have the old generation, how to use the new technique also. I mean, the new uh, yes. technology. Because uh, I think it's very important because now, when the COVID-19 happened, everyone uh, get uh, you know, get the uh, thing stuck and then uh, have to do the social distance. So the 
communication become more less Mm-hmm. So how could we keep the communication and relationship more stronger? So only the technology, I mean, the, the phone or the Facebook or Zoom, Skype, something like that. That's why we have adopt and then uh, flexible to learn new things also. Example like uh, me, I have been uh, uh, be, uh, uh, a fellow one program and my teacher it's a uh, have to be uh, come had to come from another country but <laughs> because covid they cannot come so yeah. we have been a teacher they have been teach up by uh, online we call or we call in the zoom also it's so hard because my english not really uh, good and you know I have you, to, your english is good <laughs> yeah and you know you have to listen uh, all the english all the course by uh, online it's not easy compared to uh, teaching face to face it's a more con- ah. yeah but uh, i have no choice because uh, i want uh, to study and then the <laughs> the teacher have uh, to uh, you know come from uh, india from uh, bangkok or from taiwan so can they cannot come how about so can all the students uh, have the access to like these digital devices like an internet Yes, uh, the university <laughs> start uh, to uh, to put the internet uh, for the students. So when they come, but mostly all the students they use it only uh, phone. Oh. Yeah. Uh, my university, my university student, the second year, they some of them not really have a laptop. Yeah, I yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Because I I I think maybe not all the students have their own laptops or their own phones. Yeah, so what they uh, do is uh, only with the laptop because, right, uh, no, with the phone. And then uh, as a teacher, me, sometimes I use a laptop and use a phone also because, you know, the phone right now, their function is also very good at when uh, mm. the price, some phone, some company phone is uh, also cheap. Mm. Yeah, so oh. that is uh, another way that uh, makes us uh, more, you know, more um, easy to uh, to buy the phone and networking also. Yeah, to learn these new technologies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so, one thing yeah. what I see mm. my student is not really understand English also. You know, in Cambodia, mm. uh, some of them, they uh, can speak, but to writing English, not really. So it's also oh. a challenge with the language. So, yeah. but I think it's step by step because uh, let's say right now, this, uh, this period we start learning, but I think uh, after mm. five years, everyone will know better how to use technology. <laughs> yeah, I believe so. <laughs> And the next question is, this is the question that we often ask our guests. So like this whole world is moving towards a new normal. Could you tell us how would you define this new normal in the art community in Cambodia? Um, new normal in art uh, in Cambodia, I think first is a uh, technology because they come, it's very new for us to use technology as a more skilled and professional to study, to, to working, to more uh, put our work to promote, to share to the public. Because before mm-hmm. in Cambodia, 
technology i mean uh, facebook or or uh, uh, skype or zoom we just uh, do for entertainment or just only like uh, friend, yeah. friend connecting or hello or post some uh, story uh, feeling just like uh, you know personal very uh, small thing and then very uh, uh, enjoy for free time but now mm. during uh, this time it's a uh, technology become a new skill you think that uh, everyone have to be uh, adopt and then use it more become a serious in Cambodia yeah even, yeah, yeah. even uh, art form uh, some of them they uh, they uh, example uh, I am a dancer and then the, the, the performer or choreographer normally I'm not really like to promote myself on the video and then post to public and ask the audience come to see my show but more and more because uh, technology online it's more important so all the time when we do workshop or something the during now they they always ask us to video ourselves, to set about the program, to promote ourselves, and then post online. And mm. for me, uh, personally, I'm not really like to promote myself and then, you know, to do the video myself, talking, talking, and then ask like, okay, everyone come to see my show or come to see my performance. <laughs> but somehow, because uh, the new thing that you have to adopt, you have to do that also. Yeah, you really have to promote yourself. And yeah. Like in a new way, it's also a new learning process right. for, I think, for everyone. Yeah. Right. But uh, on the same time right now, uh, also we uh, normally, I when I going out, I meet my friend, very close friend. And then we mm-hmm. always like, uh, hello, and then uh, we run and hug each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. because the social distance, we cannot. Yes. It's like uh, going back and stop, and then okay, what should we do? It's like okay, so you like know, waving to each yeah, other. Yeah, or in Cambodia we call uh, some like you put uh, the ah. the finger, uh, hand, uh, yeah, the hand together, together and then uh, yeah. put your head a little bit down. It's like bow, like bow a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's mean you can use that more, uh, more. Uh, in the traditional way so you don't need to touch each other <laughs> yeah in taiwan we try to like we used to shake hands right and mm-hmm. but now right now in taiwan we tend to like you touch your elbow like elbow <laughs> to elbow not hands to hands <laughs> but i think that is a new normal right <laughs> yeah yeah that's also a new normal so <laughs> so uh, as a dancer how how do you see the role of an artist uh, during such tough times because you also mentioned that people would tend to in in this difficult time people would favor uh, like their survival food and financial first instead of arts and cultures but uh, what do you see the role of artists during such time i think uh, the role for us as artists or the dancer during uh, this time uh, can say like resilient Mm. We all have to be resilient, and then yeah, yeah. On the same time, you also have to uh, to uh, to find another solution to yeah. to create your work, 
I think uh, technology is a one solution that uh, you can create the world and then show online. And also another thing, because right now I plan to do the performance but very small. Not the mm. big performance in the theater. But uh, mm-hmm. I plan to do the performance at the village, like uh, the house that have uh, a mango tree or have a... Uh, 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 A, a flower that uh, it's like a small small garden but you know at the mm. village, village not in the theater yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so and then we plan to do also uh uh like invite the audience but in the package they they have a uh, a lunch it's like uh, you you go to the picnic at the province or at the village but you have the performance to watch Oh, oh yeah. it's like picnic and yeah. you have some music and uh, dances to yeah. see. Yes, so oh. that is a, 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 a planning that I will plan to do on the December because almost Christmas and everyone will uh, have a time to relax and all year. And I think if we do in the big theater, it's uh, more crowded and then um, want to change also, you know, it's like... Um, To change the situation, people can go to the province more fresh, more nature, mm. more uh, more relaxed. Yeah. Not really a pollution at the city or need to dress up very nice, go to the theater. But this can be a normal dress, like a picnic with the family. And then you yeah. go to see the performance and then could be a small. So we still can keep the uh, social distance also. Yeah, yeah, and it's very casual and yeah. not so much stress. Yeah, and also mm-hmm. I think you know, when you, you know, when you stay in the city, a lot of uh, pollution air because the car, the motor, and the aircon. But when you uh, can go out of the city, you will have a more fresh air also. Um. Mm. Yeah. What else? I think for. For now, I have only this two, uh, resilient, you have to be mm. resilient as a dancer, and then more and more you have to, you know, study about the general society or problem, and then you will find the solution to, to make it survive again. Yeah. So last questions. Uh, what would you like to do first after this pandemic is over? <laughs> So many things. <laughs> <laughs> like what kind of things? <laughs> okay, uh, I have only two things. <laughs> Actually, one is uh, for my dancing. I would love to uh, to create more that I have been uh, postponed and then to present uh, and then uh, to perform for the public. Like I mentioned, to, to perform in the theater or to perform at the village or at the province somewhere mm. that uh, can be changed the you know the mood or the audience come to see the, the show also yeah yeah and another one I would love to do something with my family also oh. we because I think uh, COVID make me relax make me kind of uh, thinking about myself a lot so I have been thinking that uh, You know, sometimes uh, you're very busy for working for your career, but you also 
forget about forget about your your family. Yeah. So these two have to be balanced. <laughs> yes, I agree with you totally. Yeah, because sometimes I'm completely forget about my family. You know, I focus <laughs> on that I love my dancing. And five years ago, I'm very travel and go out perform a lot and yeah. not really stay with family. But now I think it's time for us to. I mean, for us, or maybe to me only, <laughs> to taking uh, to taking care and then to thinking about that also because family is more important. I become a dancer, become a, a good teacher also because my mother. She's wow. really support mm. and teach me a lot because she also a a artist also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very touching. I really like the concept that you mentioned. As an artist, it's a time that we, as an artist, can do is to be resilient, and we can to show how how we can stay together in such difficult times. So, uh, thank you, Belle, for joining us today in our connect. Uh, thank you again. Well, thank you so much, and thank you everyone uh, listening to. Bye bye. Yeah, thank you and bye bye. Hi, I'm Yipei and I'm Annalie. Thanks for listening to our Connect. Subscribe to our Connect on Apple Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to this podcast. Stay connected with us next time and stay well. <laughs>